0: Imagine building a company that makes you happy every day, makes other people happy every day, and is considered the gold standard of what you do. That's the story of Connie McDonald and Pam Weeks, co-founders of LeVen Bakery. If you've ever munched on one of their extraordinary and generously huge cookies, you'll quickly know and taste why they've made the business a tremendous success. Coming up, you'll hear... How a chance meeting in a swimming pool more than 20 years ago inspired a bakery. The origin of the company name and why the name itself is a conversation starter and great marketing. The importance of being nice. How a surprise featured video from Business Insider pushed the business into a new level of success. The process and challenges of transitioning a brick and mortar business into the reality of digital commerce. Cam and Connie's sacrifices that came with building a successful company and the decision to reclaim their personal lives and find balance. Plus, the Cookie Co founders tell us their favorite cookies and a cookie tasting claims a new fan. That's a lot of cookies. I love cookies. <laughs> This is the
1: Entrepreneista Podcast, presented by Socialfly.
0: It's the best business meeting you'll ever have with must hear real life looks at how leading women in business are getting it done and what it takes to build and grow a successful company. It's beyond the gram
1: with no filters, no limits, and plenty of surprises.
0: Pam and Connie, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank oh, you so much for having thank us. You for having we're us, it's so very exciting. excited to be here. Stephanie and I have been talking about meeting you for a really long time because we're such huge fans of your cookies. Aww. And thank you so much for bringing some. <laughs> we'll definitely be be trying them later or indulging in them later because we've definitely tried them before. I don't think you're going to be able to wait too long. Courtney. I don't know. <laughs> My mouth is watering now. Uh, but I remember the first moment when I tried the cookies Stephanie and I had a business meeting actually it was right when we first started the company and someone we were meeting Brought us these cookies and we looked at them. And we're like, "These look delicious." What are they? And we took that first bite, and
1: our lives were changed. Our lives <laughs> were changed. And every year when we have our Social Fly holiday party, we get Levain cookies for the whole team. Every single year. Oh, oh that's, that's awesome! So nice. Thank yeah. you I love so much. To hear that.
0: So it's a <laughs> so, dream come true to get to learn your story and how these cookies came to be. They're absolutely delicious. So, how did you guys meet and start this? We met in a pool
2: on the east side of Manhattan, um, a YWCA, which is no longer there. Uh, we were both there swimming with um, what turned out to be a group of male triathletes, but we didn't know that at the time. <laughs> uh-huh. So that's that's where we actually met.
3: Yeah. And we, there was a group of about, I don't know, about 12 of us there, uh, four women and the guys, and they were all just starting, you know, triathlons. And it was like in the early days of triathlon. And they were so excited about them, and then they were very adamant that we, you know, that we tried that as we well. We should try. So it. We like, <laughs> kind of apprehensive, but you know, we um, we took the took the jump, and it was great. It was really, really a great. We ended up racing for about seven or eight years, I think. Yeah,
2: pretty long time. They're kind of addictive. They're a lot of fun.
3: Yeah. What year did you meet? Nineteen thirty. Nineteen eighty-seven. Right. And- Yes, 1987. Yeah.
1: And then you became friends first, and then what happened? How did you start this business? Where did this idea so come from?
2: So we gradually became friends. That's kind of a funny story, <laughs> but we'll save that for another time.
0: <laughs> we, well, I kind of want to hear it. <laughs> we ended up,
2: you know, agreeing to do a triathlon with some of these guys. And so we we did it. We did a sprint one, which is really easy and fun and fast, and got addicted. So we continued to do them, as Connie said, for a couple of years. And at a certain point, we decided we needed a big goal. And so we decided we were going to do an Ironman. It was like, I think it was maybe in January or February of the year.
3: Yep. 1994.
2: Yeah. And we were both, you know, it was after the holidays. And we were like, kind of in that holiday coma, New Year, like, what are we going to do this year? And we were talking and I was like, let's, let's try, let's sign up for an Ironman and see see if we can do it. So we we signed
3: up and made a plan and got going. Yeah, it's a lot of training. So we spend a lot of time, you know, do you know the distances? It's no. A, so it's a two and a half, two point four 2.4 mile swim, which is, that's the easy part. For us. For us. I can barely yeah.
1: run a mile. So <laughs> yeah. I watch people run <laughs> marathons I'm like, and I cry. Yeah. I'm like, how do you people do it? <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah. it's
3: a 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike. And a marathon. Wow. So the training is super extensive. So we spent like that. Plus, we were both working full time jobs. It's not like we just had nothing else to do. So, what were your jobs at the time? I was working in fashion for Norma Kamali, and I was working as a bread baker in a restaurant. We we were busy, but we spent so much time together, like on these really long bike rides, and we we'd become we were good friends by this time. And we had a couple other
2: friends doing the race as well. Right. So Saturdays, you you usually do these really long bike rides, so you have a lot of time. It's not like you're racing; it's it's training, so it's endurance training. So you just kind of plan to spend Saturday riding your bike, essentially. Right. So it gave you a lot of time to talk, a lot of time to think about your life, <laughs> where you were going, what you wanted to be doing, and I I sort of always knew that. I wanted to do my own thing and have my own business someday, but I didn't really know what that would be. And I got talking to Connie about it and discovered she kind of felt the same way. So we, you know, told each other ideas and kind of brainstormed together and, you know, spent a couple of months
3: on Saturdays doing that. Right. I think that it was kind of, we were definitely pushed into like the bakery direction because that was not one of the ideas that, that we were tossing we around. Were. <laughs> it was like it was like no so i was working in another restaurant as a as the bread baker and it was not a very successful rendition of this restaurant and several people had been let go and i heard that i was the next one who was going to end. like thought, the restaurant opened without a liquor license which in new york is really kind yeah. of yeah. It was huge you know so the it end. Really, yeah, um, exactly. unfortunately so Anthony Bourdain was actually the chef there, and he was really great to us. And I I had just heard that, you know, I was going to be the next one to to be let go. And so I kind of had this idea. I went to Pam. I was like, you know, I think that I'm going to be the next one to go. What Do you want to try this that will barter space for product? And Well, the restaurant had a huge kitchen also,
2: like an unusual kitchen for New York. So – the space that we had access to essentially was the same size as our first bakery. Wow. So it was huge. And I also have always loved to bake. So
3: it wasn't. So when
1: did you agree that, okay, you're actually starting a bakery because that wasn't even one of the original ideas. Right. How did this come to It was
3: 1995.
2: So yeah, it was the the next year.
3: Yeah. It was basically just, you know, I think we were still
2: talking about ideas. right?
3: But that, you know, (laughs) Pivotal moment came when I was, yeah. fent, you know, so I was like, let's try and do something. So we started a wholesale bread bakery from that, from that restaurant. And we were there for about six months. We got, you know, we, we gave them their bread. They let us stay. They were great. We got wholesale accounts and just started baking and baking bread, delivering to, like, different restaurants. And
2: I still, I still kept my job, so we had some kind of actual... Yeah, Pam had a great cash job. flow that we count yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
3: Um and then just worked, yeah, mornings, right. nights, weekends. So. And then about six months later, we the writing was on the wall that we, you know, we were getting busier, we had to move on and wanted to open a retail space and found the space on West Seventy Fourth Street.
1: So that was the first
3: location. So that, so that was the first, first, first location. Location. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were so excited. I know. That was in <laughs> December of nineteen ninety
2: five. Nineteen ninety five, yeah.
1: Tell us more about opening an actual retail location in New York City because that's not an easy feat. It's
0: pretty. Wait, but before you get there, did you end up running or uh, doing Iron Man? Oh, we did. Oh, we did. <laughs> yeah. that's right. what, what
2: is oh, that? that right. Oh, we did. <laughs> you, you yes, yes, we did. You did and, you, you and we finished. It. That's uh-huh. amazing. Yes. Yeah. Did you ever do it again? Or no, we were going to do it. I, like once we got busy with the bakery, there was no time. Yeah. And then we yeah. always said, wow. "Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll do it again." Like. You know maybe for our 50th birthday or something, but
3: I don't know, I don't really care anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I kind of feel like <laughs> Too busy. I don't have anything to do. I just, prove yeah, I, I, I'm so I glad wanna, that we both finished that. So, because otherwise, it would be like those nagging thing that you just had to go kind of do and it finish. again, but I don't really feel like I have to do that.
1: Does running an actual marathon now just seem easy since
2: you've done but Iron Man? The only marathon I actually did was the one on the Iron Man. Wow. Yeah. I'm not like, I, I used to love running, but then standing so much, mm. I just.
1: You went big, did it once, and you <laughs> can yeah. focus on the business. Yeah. Run exactly. Iron Man, start a business. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There are a lot of
2: parallels. Yeah,
0: so yeah. sure are. Yeah. So yeah. when did the cookies become
3: part of the concept? Well, well, pretty early on from when we opened, we, you know,
2: Once we got to 74th Street. Right. Once we
3: got to 74th Street, we were still doing the wholesale bread. We had a small, it's a small location anyway, and the retail area was the same size, but there wasn't really, it wasn't very busy.
2: We had no money. We had no, you know, PR. There was no social media. It was like, okay, so, you know, people have to kind of find you by
3: word of mouth Mm -hmm. and, yeah, we just basically open your door and just cross your fingers that someone. Wants it. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> basically, what it was. Do you remember what the rent was back then?
3: Oh, it was low. No, but it was
2: it, well, it was a lot to us. Right, right. I mean, it was it was several thousand dollars.
3: So it yeah. wasn't like
2: dollars. yeah. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like nothing.
3: But that is a very small. It's not the most. It's like the like, size of the desirable. Screen, practically, and yeah. down down six steps into yeah, I you know. Remember,
0: I've you still have that location? We do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was. I went there. We love that. Well, that I remember sh- it was. There was a line, like, around the block uh-huh. when I went, yeah. maybe, like, six years ago. Yeah. yeah.
3: And Not there's still the beginning. <laughs> I know. It's great. The, people still want to go to that original store, yeah. which is really great.
1: What were those early days like when you're really first figuring out how to run a business? Because neither of you had run your own business no, before, no. so you're learning on the go. Like, right. What are some some tips or advice you can share about first starting a business without having a
2: background running a business? Sure. A lot of common sense. Yeah. Honestly. Like, You know, we had had a couple of friends who started business school around the same time we started the bakery. And it was really interesting kind of comparing notes with them because they were doing, you know, similar things in theory. And we were doing it. I mean, I think you can't be afraid to learn from your mistakes. You can't be afraid to make mistakes because you're going to make mistakes. And it's not a big deal. Everybody does. But you just need to learn from them and move on. So...
3: I also think like a huge part of it too, and thank God we you know we our values and our we think yeah. very very much the same. That in those very early days, and those very early days were like the first ten years. It was like <laughs> we weren't making like barely any money that you know ourselves. So it was I mean huge sacrifices you know, and there was never a time when bills weren't paid, and employees weren't paid, and rent wasn't paid. But we. There was just, you know, it, it, it was very, very difficult, like those first, but it was it was so much fun. It just didn't, you know, all we did was work and, you know, but it was great.
2: Well, jumping ahead a little bit too, you know, nobody wants to give you money when you need it. Like, when you don't need it, then everyone's like, oh, you want, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, no. I mean, at one point when we th- were building out our second store in Wayne Scott, we got in a real crunch, like the contractor wanted cash and he wanted it like now. And <laughs> we had sort of been being strung along by a bank and we thought that we were going to get a loan, but they weren't really giving it to us. And so somebody we knew kind of connected us with essentially like this group of people who were loan sharks. I mean, and they gave us the money, but they
3: loaned us the money. Yeah. <laughs> and us. a
2: very, very, it cost a, I mean, A lot.
3: (laughs) It was like you know, fifty percent interest rates. Yeah, I mean, but we needed it for like two weeks. But it was just you know, it was just one of those one of those situations. We have a lot of
1: funny stories. (laughs) Tell us. This is this is what we want to hear. Yeah,
3: but it was just you know, it was kind of things that you had to do just to 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 make it happen. And we really believed in what we were doing. I mean, we
2: really honestly like believed in it, and we put everything we had into it, and we weren't afraid to take some risks and you know, make some sacrifices.
1: What were some of the biggest risks that you had to take?
2: Well, I I kind of think we were both at a point in our lives, like one of the reasons that we felt comfortable doing it is that we didn't have any other, you know, commitments to anybody. Neither one of us had, you know, children. We didn't have any debt. So we were, even though we didn't have a lot of money ourselves, we didn't need a lot either. So I mean, I think it was a big risk to, to open the the business, and you know, when I left my full time job like two months into it, so then you know, it was like, okay, so we really have to make this work now because this is this is our our income. There was one day that we were a Saturday, we were going to work at the bakery pretty early on, and you know, I said to Connie, like, we have to have like a three hundred dollar day today. We need to sell <laughs> three hundred dollars of, of bread. I mean. It's like, but every day we grew, like every day. And even to this day, like, you know, we're still just kind of organically slowly growing. Did you
1: ever end up raising money or everything has been completely no. organic? Yeah. That's so, incredible.
3: Well, well, we did have, we did, we did recently, yes, recently have a private equity investment. Yeah. Like a, a, year, a year and a half ago. Yeah. yeah finally.
1: Yeah. And what made you make that decision to finally
3: do that? Well, We had been approached, you know, the bakery had gotten busier and busier and more popular, and the lines, and so we had been approached by many different people, people, companies interested in either buying the bakery or making an investment. And sometimes we thought, oh no, that's not right. Other people we got rather far along, you know, in um, negotiating and things, but. At the end of the day, we both kind of were like, this just doesn't feel right. So so
2: we always run our business a little bit differently. We wanted a nice place for us to work. We wanted a nice place for our staff to work. We wanted a nice place for our customers to come. And we wanted to make the best possible products that we could. And we felt like if we did all those things, then we would never have to worry about money. Because if you do everything else right, that will organically take care of itself, which is sort of a different – approach. You know, I mean, we've talked to a lot of men who look at business very differently. And they're super, it's not that we weren't aware of the numbers, but we weren't driven by numbers. We were more focused on the bigger picture. Except
3: for that $300 day. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, but to answer your question with that in mind, this this group that we finally did have our make our transaction with shared those values, right? and they the moment that we met them, it was just like so it was like this perfect match, and thankfully, two years almost two years later, we still feel the same way. that's great, I know because it's like yeah. you know but oh, we were, <laughs> wrong. Well, we but were at great. a point
2: where we were growing, but and we had a couple of people who'd been with us for a long time, but then we had other people who we were losing because they couldn't see fast enough growth for them to continue to grow within the company. So it was, and it was things like that, like we'd open a store every five years because, you know, that it took us that long to kind of get everything back in order and, you know, we financed it ourselves. We, you know, so by partnering up with this company, we've been able to
3: do things much more quickly Mm
2: -hmm. and to keep amazing people because they see a lot of opportunity happening more quickly.
3: We have this incredible, like, management structure now. It's really kind of mind boggling. It's great. And so, yeah, we have wonderful employees who really feel as though they can have a career. At the bakery, which is really great.
1: That's really exciting. Very excited. Yeah. Well, I think we need to take the time to do some taste testing before we get into any other questions. Because right. this box of cookies is staring at us. <laughs> yes, so Courtney, I'm gonna let dive you dive uh, right in. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna narrate what's happening right now. Right. <laughs> so Courtney is diving into this <laughs> box of warm Levain cookies right yes. now. What flavor did you pick, Court? Right, no, yeah.
3: over there. Yeah.
1: Yep. Courtney has the chocolate chip in her hands, <laughs> and I'm waiting for that bite. Yeah, okay.
0: How many flavors
1: are I'm going to be sharing this live uh, on Instagram. Well, uh, Four.
3: Well, chocolate chip walnut, oatmeal raisin, dark chocolate chocolate chip, and dark chocolate peanut butter chip. And we also have a gluten-free chocolate chip walnut.
1: I have a very important question for you guys. How do you
2: not eat like 10 cookies every single day?
1: <laughs> Uh, or, do you, or do you? No,
2: no. <laughs> not on most days. Well, you know, moderation is one of those things that I think you have to strive for every day. At least I do. So, yeah, I mean, my sort of method, if I'm eating them alone, is to take a cookie and know that I have two days to eat it. So if I eat it all in one day, then I can't have any the next day. So I try to only eat half and then save the other half for the
3: next day. But also, like, both Pam and I love to share, I, I lo- you know, share Share food so much fun you know and so the size of that cookie is kind of serves a dual purpose it's like share it screams share share me right and then because of the size it has that great texture oh it's delicious yeah so it's the it's the kind of combination of sharing and texture
0: coming up the origin of the company name and the importance of being nice
1: A common theme from all of the guests we've interviewed on our podcast so far is that they've all relied on support from other women through groups. So we decided to start an entrepreneista Facebook group. Head on over to Facebook and search entrepreneistas. We really wanted to create a community for entrepreneurs to connect, share ideas, help each other solve problems, and learn from all of our collective experiences. If you join the group, it's really a safe space to talk about being an entrepreneur, sharing your wins, asking for help when needed. And we can't wait to meet you so we can learn and grow together.
0: I know you started by baking bread, but at what point did you add in cookies? And how did this recipe come to be? Were you in the bakery trying out different things? Why this size? (laughs) So we actually were making them for ourselves when we were training
2: for The Iron Man. (laughs) Because they were the perfect satisfy. like then you could eat a whole one. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Multiple. (laughs) Yes. Um, so we had made them for ourselves and it was like one of those really slow days right right after we had opened. We were trying to figure out exactly it was either the end of December or beginning of January maybe. January maybe. Right before I had come on full time too and kinda just decided to make a batch of them at the bakery and put them out to the batch was twelve.
3: Not yeah. you know hundreds,
2: right? <laughs> um, but they sold out really fast, and then people
3: were asking like,
2: "Where are those cookies?"
3: <laughs> yeah, and so it wasn't it wasn't planned. It was just you know. So then the next day, I didn't make them. Yeah, And as Pam said, people were like, "Oh, do you have those cookies again?" And so it didn't take long for them to for us to start making More. much bigger batches. Yeah, but it was just, just a chocolate,
2: chocolate chip, chip walnut. Chip yeah, so our our. We wanted – when we opened the bakery, we wanted to make things that we really enjoyed eating that weren't necessarily easily found anywhere else in New York because there's tons of amazing, great bakeries. and But there's so many things you can make. So we were like, let's make things that we really love that we can't find anywhere else. So that's how we sort of got started with things.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Trying to keep it unique. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it was not – it wasn't how planned.
0: Oh, my God, it's so to good. All all I do and, is eat this. This. <laughs> and I'm like self-conscious now because I'm like, I can't eat the whole thing in you front can, of you. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you can. You can, you now. can. Okay, mine. You know. <laughs> uh, so are the cookies a bigger part of your business than the other items that you make? Now they are. Yeah, the cookies are our
3: business yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, someone came. I forget who it was. Someone told me uh, just even a couple of days ago how they had. Never been to the bakery, but had had the cookies and then went to the bakery recently and couldn't believe all the other things that we make. And she's like, "And it looks so good. And I was like, it is really good. But for the most part, the lines are for the cookies. And the other things are kind of like the supporting cast. Well, Here's
2: here's something that I would say to anybody who has an idea for a business. You know, you have an idea for a business and, and, you know, we had an idea with, with the bread and we had a vision of what the shop would eventually become, which wasn't anything like what it is now. But when we saw that people were interested in the cookies, it's like, great, well, let's shift our focus. You know, I think you have to be able to be flexible and not let your ego get in the way. Like, yeah, you had a great idea, but Maybe now's not the
3: time. Like yeah. something else is. I know As people say, better. "Like, are, are you upset that the lines aren't for the bread?" It's like I'm just happy there are lines. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what they're for.
1: Yeah. It's
3: just awesome that there are lines.
1: That's yeah. definitely a great attitude to have. Yeah. yeah. When Absolutely.
0: did the lines start, and what was your reaction when you started people seeing people line up around the block? <laughs>
2: yeah. That's more recently. That was kind of a disbelief.
3: <laughs> I know it's amazing. Well, you know, things just kind of grew and grew and getting busier and busier. Thanks to a lot of things like Food Network shows that keep airing over and over again. And uh, I have a very vivid memory of one Saturday we had filmed a throwdown with Bobby Flay and they aired it. And all of a sudden, the just these the deluge of people coming to the bakery, the phones ringing off the hook. And this girl who worked for us, she was just, she was a college girl and she just looked at me and she's like, are we gonna be okay? I was like <laughs> we're gonna be fine. <laughs> we're gonna be fine. But it was, you know, it was just one of those like moments where it was just like it everybody was definitely... had watched
2: the show that
3: afternoon. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. And so just was...
1: pinch yourself moments. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was great. And where did the name for the bakery come from?
2: Oh that's a funny story. <laughs> huh? Uh because we started out as bread, Lavanna's a French term for a natural leavening, like a sourdough starter. And we were working with f- another triathlete friend of ours to c- try to figure out like what the name and logo and that kind of thing should be. And so Connie I was at my job and Connie was on her way to meet him and we were talking and she was flipping through the back of a book and she's like, What about Leven I was like And then when she got with Chris, they're like, This looks great over bakery. So we're like that's great, perfect. And we also knew we didn't want our names involved at all. We wanted
3: something separate. Yeah, strong bread connotations, and yeah, not Pam and Connie's. Yeah,
2: it's actually been really great been because great. people have no idea what it is for the most part. So it gives people something to talk about, and I can't even how, how to pronounce it. Yeah, how many times people have come in in the morning and said, "Like I was at a dinner party last night, and we spent you know all this time talking about like." how you say LaVanna, what it means. And it's like, how great, like, what more could you want? <laughs> it was amazing.
1: Good conversation starters. Exactly. For sure. yeah. So I want to hear more about how you were able to grow your team from the early days, because it started out just the two of you. And then who was your first hire?
3: Uh, it was a, Ramon, right? Yep. Yeah. A man named Ramon. He was, he worked at the restaurant. Or he worked at a restaurant that I had worked at when I first got out of cooking school. Yeah. And we'd been friends. Since then. Yeah, all along. And he was the first person that we hired. He was our, like, night baker. He would help, you know. Really nice guy. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. He was from Togo. Um, He was our first hire.
1: And how many people are on staff now?
3: 200 and counting.
1: And how do you manage 200 people? So how did this evolve and how did you learn how to, you know, manage this growing team over the years?
3: Well, like we said, we now have this great <laughs> well, management structure. Yeah, so we got a lot of help structure? with that. Well, so
2: actually, like, that—that that, it's hard. People are hard. People are the wild card. And we always, like, for us, we always thought that if somebody was nice, we could teach them anything they wanted to learn. So when we would – meet people and interview people that's sort of what we were looking for like nice and then if they wanted to learn more great that's kind of the them.
3: foundation of the bakery you know it's like if you're not do, nice do you I don't you. How, you. how great a bakery yeah, you yeah. are or whatever you yeah. can't yeah. work here yeah
2: so so i pretty much did all of the interviewing yeah, and an hiring until Five years ago, maybe, right? Yeah, Yeah. maybe. And then sort of through a friend of ours who we were talking to to kind of figure out what, you know, the next step should be. She actually helped us hire an HR director who was amazing. And I was so happy to be able to kind of like eventually pass (laughs) that off. (laughs) Because I mean, to keep good people, it really is a full-time job. You have to really focus on that all the time you know to keep up like our biggest issue had always been that we would sort of be growing a little more quickly than we could hire people so that was always a little challenging we were always feeling just a little bit short staffed so hiring somebody to just do that was great because it enabled us to
3: sort of get fully staffed finally yeah they're constantly interviewing yeah so we have two two
0: people now who do it all the time
3: yeah how
0: have your roles and responsibilities changed since day one to now? Oh, God. Are you responsible uh, for the same things, different things?
2: No, a hundred percent different now. 200 percent different. Yeah. <laughs> like a yeah. thousand percent. Well, in the beginning, we did everything. I mean, from baking to mopping the floor to <laughs> so hiring. So,
3: <we>, when <laughs> one night we were, this is in 1997, but Pam and I were at the bakery. Pam was in the back and I was in the front just mopping and. It was like closing time and the phone rang and I answered it. And it was a woman who said that she was calling from the New York Times. And I thought she was like selling a subscription or something. And I was like, (laughs) oh. And and she said, you know, I write the Temptations column for the food section. And I was like, and we'd like to feed, we're featuring you in it. And I was like, really? (laughs) And, and and so she's like, yes, I'm fact checking and it's going to run tomorrow. And, you know, so that's how it was, like, two people just, you know, in here, like, you know, but um, so now just we're, doing everything. Yeah,
2: now we're working more, you know, on the bigger picture, future kind of things. We, I mean, we, we still do all the product development, but, you know, we're looking at different opportunities and trying to figure out, you know, the next step should be if we want to open another store and where that might be and, and all of that sort of thing. Do you sell e-commerce? Oh, we, we do. do. Yeah, yeah, we've done that for, a, we actually started doing that in 2000,
3: I no, think. Or 1999, one of the two.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Is Way that a big, a big portion of your
1: business? Does that come from e-commerce sales or more in store? It, more, it's in store more in store, yeah. but e-commerce
2: is growing. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, that's something that we're focusing on a little bit more. We just redid our website, which is really exciting. So it's a lot more user-friendly. Yeah. You know, I think we had probably one of the first bakery websites for sure. I mean, we had a website really early on because we had a friend who worked at, Razorfish and uh, we were like can you find someone to help us make a website we want to have a website so we did and uh, but we used to take orders back then on a toll-free number which we still have it was 877411 that
3: was there e-commerce then was what could you i don't think you could actually purchase on Oh i don't know
1: yeah probably not you could actually. yeah yeah the landing page yeah exactly well it
2: had a lot of information about the bakery too it was cute it was really cute and then we just was decided, I don't know, many years later to update that. And you could order online, but it still was a little bit cumbersome. And we did another update a couple years ago that we weren't really that happy with. So we just did it again. And now I think it's re- it's much more user-friendly. I think people are really happy because now, you know, it's happened very quickly, but people are really ordering more on their mobile devices yeah. rather than on a computer. So it's a completely different website thing.
1: How have you been able to, like, learn and grow and adapt with the times with everything changing with marketing and e-commerce now? Because your backgrounds were growing this brick-and-mortar bakery, but now everything's really changed over the years.
3: Well, I mean, we've hired – you know, since this growth, um, we've hired several, like, really key people who embody what the bakery really means – And they're like, they have such strong areas of expertise that we don't have, but we're learning, you know? So that's really, you know, the marketing people and...
2: Well, also, so I don't, again, I don't know how many years ago it was, but we have a, a friend actually who we met because she worked at the bakery when she was in graduate school. And then after she got out, she moved on. But we had sort of been doing, we had somebody helping us with social media and then she went on maternity leave. So we were kind of doing it ourselves and realized that like that is not anything that we really know how to do. So we called this friend of ours who we know is, you know, really good at it, but she had a full-time job and she's like, oh, I'll help you with it. So she was actually doing it for the longest time
0: until we hired our mutual friend. (laughs) Have you seen an impact on your business since social media I don't know um, how you really people.
2: measure that, but I mean certainly that sort of iconic breaking yes, cookie shop. That's I amazing. That I mean, yeah. that's like really amazing. Yeah, you know, so standing with it's, the cookie and yeah. the bag
3: and the and the logo or behind the sign. You know, yeah. yeah, at Seventy Fourth
2: Street. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know how you actually measure that, but. I mean, I'm
3: sure there are ways. I just don't know.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, we can tell you all about <laughs> that, yeah, it. Yeah, that's the, what we do. I'm sure somebody's gonna, doing it. Well, but. I I
3: do think that one, you know, there are mo- things that happen throughout the course of life for the bakery, or the bakery's life, where there are milestones, right, and markers. And one kind of social media one that was pretty huge was the Business Insider. We didn't, unbeknownst to us, made this incredible video. Yeah, we didn't know they did it. And had no idea. And it had like... You know, it was kind of. I was at the bank, and the teller said, "Did you see that video?" <laughs> I was like, "No." He's like, "Oh, it's like got millions of views." And that things. was just like three years ago, yeah, I think, right? It yeah, it was 2016, yeah. and
2: that's when the lines. That's that really like it was around that time. Yeah, when
0: the what was this video? What did
2: they share? They they came in. To the bakery. I sort of just filmed an experience coming to the bakery. Yeah, and the with line its, like, and the like fantastical
3: music and, music. and put it and, on
1: Facebook and then everyone shared. Yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And could yeah. be, you know, the,
3: the, we were like, the wow, best this chocolate is chip amazing. cookie in the world. And it was like, It wow. really is the yeah. best
0: chocolate <laughs> <literally laughs> cookie in the world. But it was didn't yet, though. I will. Trust me. I, <laughs> I know. know. Up next, why making people happy is a source of happiness for Pam and Connie and a surprise.
1: We have some really big news to share. We are so excited to announce the launch of SweetRise Social, a new division at Socialfly that's dedicated to growing emerging brands and businesses just like yours.
0: Interested in learning more? Shoot us a line at info at and we'll be happy to set up a complimentary 30-minute consultation. DM us with any questions. You're sitting here watching
1: Courtney smile and enjoy this cookie yeah. that you've created for the past, was this is 20 plus years. How many yeah. years has it
3: been? 24.
0: 24, 24. years. Ooh, mm-hmm. 25 years. And the been, rec- yeah. Is the I recipe know. still the same as the it day is. one? Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much.
1: Wow. Yeah. What does that mean to you to be able to just watch people every
2: single day getting to enjoy something that you've created? It's amazing. What I mean, what could be better than to do something every day that makes people so happy? Like, there's never been a day that I thought, oh, I have to go to work. Like, I love it. I'm so happy every day. I mean, some days are more challenging than others, but you come to work, you do something that's fun, you make people happy, you have happy customers, you have fun with your coworkers. It's just, I mean, we spend so much time working that I think you have to really love what you're doing. And I always say to people, like, if you don't love what you're doing, let's figure out, like, what you should be doing. Let's find something else for you to do because we should all be happy Mm -hmm.
3: You know, yeah. I mean, life is short. Oh, I know. <laughs> but we we have a, a f- saying at the bakery, and I actually turned it into like a holiday sweatshirt. Watching, we were watching the crowds one day, and it's 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 pretty amazing when you see how happy people are, and especially in this day and age. When I'm not saying people aren't happy, but because everyone's so preoccupied with other things that maybe they just don't show it. So we're watching the lines, and people are not only talking with each other, but they're talking to perfect strangers and, like, laughing and asking, you know, oh, what's your favorite flavor and what are you going to get? And so we turn to each other and we're like, now wouldn't this be great if the world could be more like this, where people actually, and we, we, so we kind of coined this world world peace one cookie cookie at a time. time. And, I mean, because it's just, it's really, it's very... It's kind of everything. It's so gratifying to see people, you know, that happy.
2: What well, makes people happy? So simple, you know. <laughs> people, strangers, talk to each other at Seventy Fourth Street. Now we get so many tourists because we've been in a lot of different guidebooks. So there are people from all over the world from places that maybe don't get along so well, and they're having lovely conversations. Yeah. And you know, I mean, people have made friends. You know, we have customers who come back every year, like, for their annual trip to New York. It's really – it's amazing. It's have so you done nice. a
1: video telling that story? Because that would get millions yeah. of views on yeah. social media. Or go around no, New York handing have. out
2: cookies. I know, right? Yeah, that yeah. would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my
1: gosh. I have but so many yeah. ideas for you. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to do that with right. you.
0: Hand out cookies
3: in New <laughs> yeah. York City. Make and for the holidays, happier.
1: you do a surprise. And delight. pop huh. You guys show up at the location. <laughs> you're handing out that free cookies to the I line know, exactly. on yeah. you know, Christmas Eve or Aww, cookies. That yeah. would be nice. And that then make a whole nice. video and then share that on social media. It's uh-huh. feel good. Oh, that's And then great. another video like Business Insider with millions of yeah, right? views. There you go. <laughs> I love it.
0: Speaking Figured of surprises, out. we actually got a surprise for you. Uh-oh, um, uh-oh. It's in your entrepreneurista swag bag so near your below chairs. Your seat there and then uh, on the other side for you. As a thank you for joining us and for – Making me very very happy with these cookies. <laughs> Aww,
3: should we open it?
0: Yes. yes, yes, please.
3: Oh wow! Oh wow! I love it.
0: That's Aww, so nice. nice. Oh, that's what so my cute. goodness. Think of it. Oh, I
1: love I it. I love it.
2: That's perfect.
1: <laughs> well, we knew it was perfect <laughs> for is, perfect. you. Okay, it really is.
2: <laughs> oh wow!
0: That's Thank great. you so much.
2: Aww. And this, look, oh, little notebook. I love it. Ah.
0: <gasps> Notebook, our book. Oh, if you want to learn oh, more wow. about social media? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we cool. published it to four five years book. ago. Oh, wow. so that's so. amazing.
2: Oh, well, we definitely have to study that.
3: I know. I could. Use thank that you so much. <laughs> well, we'll give you
1: all the tips, and there should be a little pin at the bottom, just so you don't lose it for later. A little oh. entrepreneurista pin. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Thank there. you so much. Special
0: entrepreneuristas now. That's so great. Thank you so much.
2: Cookie
3: heart pin. We didn't bring oh, you that. Yeah, we'll have exactly. to get you guys them They're thank super you. cute. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love I it. I love it. Thank you so much. Oh, it's it's so I welcome. love the bag too. I know. Very cute. And you can put your cookies in there, and everyone will see them <laughs> as you're walking. <laughs> I know. Bags <I>, <laughs> clear. You got it all. For <laughs> yeah. Bags. all yeah. Branding, yeah. All branding. All marketing. Exactly. All the time. Uh-huh. Is there oh, anything you.
0: you know now that you wish you knew when you first started this business?
3: No, no. Because if we knew, I <laughs> wouldn't have
0: started it. <laughs> what has been the hardest part?
3: I don't know. I I my the first thing I I would say the first thing that came to my mind cuz I guess you forget the really hard things but like I enjoyed every minute of it. You know, like and the people that we met and the the only thing that I found that was difficult was I mean it was a full-time 24/7 commitment so meaning that you miss a lot of things. That's you know, what I was a lot say. of like life things that we we missed because of it and that was the hardest thing that's the only because yeah because we
2: opened a retail business it was you know seven days a week and for a while it was 24 hours a day we got smart about that pretty quickly that wasn't a good (laughs) idea um but yeah i mean we both missed a lot of personal events i guess
1: and have you changed the way that you go about your life now so you are able to take time for yourself or family or friends? Yeah, yeah.
2: we are really working on that a lot now. It's, it's been really very great. Different. It's great. It's great. Yeah. You
3: know, people are like, what are you going to do next? It's like, I need to reconnect with my, like, with my life. Yeah. That I kind of, because I do believe it or not, have a life outside the bakery. Like sometimes I would see people. <laughs> I'd see what people do you do outside the bakery? No. Oh no, uh, people would people see me say, and they'd like, say, you can't be here. Like, or <laughs> why don't you have your apron on? <laughs> yeah. So Seriously. it's that, yeah. So kind of finding a new definition for, for myself.
2: Well, and for me, like I always loved to travel and before the bakery, I traveled a lot, I think. Um, and people are like, well, where are you to go it's like i just want to be home like i want to like be home and cook and and get together with friends and family it's really it's amazing it's like i appreciate it so much so how do you unwind at the end of a long day
3: we were oh, saying, usually a our- nice glass of a nice glass of wine cook i love to cook Pammy loves to cook i have to be um, in the mood though
2: <laughs> sometimes <laughs> i like like that app you like seamless <laughs> web <laughs> yeah seamless caviar you know i know it's, that's the beauty of living in new york too but yeah and everything everything has a- <laughs> but i was gonna say we also both really like to start our days with a great workout yeah so even if we don't have to get up at five what's anymore what's your for the workout bakery? of choice it varies like I, we both Swim
3: still with a triathlete group. Yeah. So this morning um, we swam and then went to the gym and lifted. Yeah, but I like to do a lot of yoga. I mean, Pammy's got a great yoga practice. Oh, Amazing. Yeah, kind of likes to spin. I like to spin. <laughs> so, so yeah. Where do you spin? I know it's very. It, it's like option. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm usually, slow cycle. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, there's one right next to the new bakery it's, on I mean, the Upper Side, right? Well, there's one yeah. across
3: from Amsterdam Avenue. Yeah. There, yep. And then in NoHo, that it seems it's like it's a good partnership.
1: I hear, I've heard other people say their strategies are opening up locations where there's soul cycles because they've already done a lot of uh, research oh, looking at where their real estate should be. So if yeah. you open up near soul yeah. cycle. Yeah, right? well, I think Season we share a lot time. of the same
2: customers for sure. I mean, I think that their, their yeah. clients are people who like a good workout and appreciate a good cookie.
1: <laughs> I'd say if I were to do a soul cycle class and Le- Levan was right next door. I would jump on over and get a cookie. <laughs> I know.
3: I mean, I think it food of any kind yeah. tastes so much better after like a great workout.
1: You feel you've earned it and dessert, it. Yeah. Huh? yeah, yeah. And well, just, it's just so you don't satisfying. have to worry about
3: what you're eating,
1: honestly. The so, what is yeah. your
2: favorite cookie? Can you pick one? It's, I, I think if I had to pick a single cookie, it would be the chocolate chip walnut. But I like them That's all. Amazing. And the dark chocolate <laughs> peanut yeah. butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I love, and then the chocolate, chocolate, peanut with peanut chocolate
3: with vanilla ice cream is like is really good. And then the oatmeal raisin, I forget about. Oh, don't and forget about that. It.
2: that's my I favorite. Know, but I know it's, I know, it's, it's, it's always I have it, and it's so good. It's really good, yeah. So I so. kind of love them all.
1: Well, if you could give our to audience one essential piece of advice or tip from everything you've learned over the years, <laughs> what would it be?
2: Believe in yourself. Don't give up. And don't listen to any naysayers. Like stay true to what you're
3: focused on. Good advice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're going with that one? I'll go with that one. Sounds good to me. <laughs> and what does being an entrepreneur mean to you?
3: Oh my goodness. First of all, I never really thought of myself as that. But you know, I guess it's um looking back on on what we excuse me, what we built. I guess it means I I just, I feel very proud of what we've done and amazed at how excited people get when they find out, you know, what we've done and go ahead. You've got a better, you've got a better answer than I.
2: I I would say it's being a strong woman, you know, and, and kind of Sticking together, we've talked about this over the years. Like, men have said some crazy things to us, and I like, we got to a point where we call them out on it. Like, would you would you say that to us if we were a man? What would what have they said?
3: What's the craziest thing? Oh, I don't even know what the
2: craziest thing people. Oh,
3: you know, a a lot of people want to figure out how much you know how much money we make, how many cookies you sell, and so. You know, you know, how many cookies do you sell a day? How many of this? And so finally, it was just like, okay, you bring me your tax return <laughs> and I'll tell you how many cookies we sell, okay? And then it was just like, you know, and just kind of, kind of leave. But it was just like, I
1: just, you know. You learned to just speak
3: up and say it like After it is. While, right, yeah. 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 Yes. After a while.
1: Well, but. thank you both so much oh, for being you. here with us today, sharing you your so journey much. and story. It's so incredible what you've built. You turned and so tasty. <laughs> <laughs> you turned an idea into a reality and are making people smile all over the world. So thank you, oh, thank, oh, thank you. you so much. Thank you very much for
2: having us. I and where can please. everyone
1: find you, follow you, and of course buy and taste your
2: incredible cookies? Well, at Levan Bakery. Um, and at any of our Bakery locations in New York City which you can find at or online
1: at LeVenBakery.com. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well yeah. thank you so much I'm Stephanie and I'm Courtney and this is the tastiest business meeting we've ever had <laughs> thanks for listening